0: Hello and welcome to episode number 34 of News of the Nerd, a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, video games, comic books and anything else remotely nerdy and today is our big fat end of 2023 podcast. I am Jason and I am here with my brother slash co-host Ben. Yeah. Jingle Ben, jingle all the way. No, you don't like that one?
1: (laughs) Uh, I I don't know what you're about to say then. I thought you were going to call me Jingle Balls.
0: (laughs) I was just trying to think of a
1: Christmas pun for Ben. It didn't really work. I was, um, sorry, I was late replying. I was just nipping time splitting into 2024 to make sure that we've got some good stuff to talk about. And it's all terrible. (laughs) Podcast is over.
0: uh, But it is Christmas time. Mistletoe. Also, wine. And, uh, yeah, so we've got some Wait, Christmas, wait, wait, wait. New wait. Year things to talk about. Yes, what?
1: So you're saying I shouldn't have called the police on that guy if it was on the roof? Uh, Well,
0: it's not the 24th yet, so I think he's safe. Okay, cool. Unless it were your dad just putting up
1: lights. <laughs> but they, I threw a bat at them and they hit the floor with a thud, so... Uh, but, yes, so we've got some Christmasy
0: things to talk about. We've got some... Uh, end of the year roundup: things to talk about, and we've got some looking forward to twenty twenty four things to talk about. And we've first... also got some
1: looking back at some very embarrassing predictions.
0: <laughs> but first, we we've got some news to talk about. We've got a little bit of news. I think I, think I want most... to go
1: first because I feel like you might have this, and it's the only bit of news that's not related okay. to trailers. So. Good Omens has been renewed for a season three. It's it third and final chapter, Fantastic which I thought you'd be excited news. about. And have you watched season two? Not finished it, no. I think I started it. Okay, well, it does... uh, Season one ended with the Antichrist being born, right?
0: No. Season one, like, started with the Antichrist being what born. What was the end of it? The end of it was them deciding not to do Armageddon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but series two ends with a—I was going to say a hint. It's not even a hint. It outright tells you what the story for series three is going to be. And I think Neil Gaiman could have a lot of fun with it. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm not going to—I'm not going to outright say what it was because probably some people that haven't got there yet. But yes, great show. So glad that it's back for another season. What's sad that it's the last one. Uh, no, because you don't want to drag these things out too too far. And if Neil Gaiman's got an idea for an, one more series, then let him do one more series. I think the other bit of news that is news and not trailers is there's been, there's been quite a bit of casting for Superman Legacy. But the most exciting one, the most interesting one, is the Lex Luthor casting, which is Nicholas Holt, who I think we spoke about at the time when uh, David Corrin Sweat was announced as Superman, we spoke about how Nicholas Holt was in the running as well.
1: Maybe they thought, maybe he auditioned and they was like, I don't know, does A-class celebrities even audition nowadays? I mean, he's not, he's
0: not, he's not a A-lister. Like, he, he, will, he will have definitely auditioned. Uh, but Maybe he auditioned
1: not... for Superman and they was like, actually.
0: Yeah. And that's not unheard of. Like, Tom Hiddleston auditioned for Thor. Yeah. And you, you can see the, his audition tape online, which I'm sure it would have been great at as well. But can you imagine the world where where Tom Hiddleston was Thor? What if? Um, and it's, I think there was another, I'm not going to talk about this because I've not watched it. There was another trailer for What If season two, but I've not watched it because, I mean, it, it starts dropping daily in under a week. It's yeah, it's on the, Friday the twenty second. The, the one with four wearing a Christmas hat. Uh, I don't know. I assume that's going to be on Christmas
1: Day. The actual Christmas episode will drop. It's. I feel like it's one of them episodes where, like, obviously we'll be talking about like what Christmas films we've watched, and but there's not really many Christmas specials because they are actually all coming out over Christmas. Like, sh- there's a lot of shows coming out over Christmas. We've got a lot. Of, we've got what if we've got Doctor Who specials coming out on Christmas. Got Percy Jackson, 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 Percy Jackson that comes out on the twenty second as well. Oh, does it? Yeah. So it's oh, just a lot cool. in that little period.
0: Yeah. And what else is there? I think there's. Um. I I don't know if you watch Ghosts on BBC, but there's a uh, a Ghost Christmas special this year as well. Yeah. Which is great because
1: I can't get enough of that show. It just makes me want to rewatch Horrible Histories all the time. <laughs>
0: Before we move on to trailers, is there anything in particular you've been watching, anything new that you've been
1: watching? Yes. So I started watching something. and this is because Dad watched it, and I do like that kind of thing. Oh, I'm so sorry. We normally do the sad news first, but we do have to talk about the sad news. But I've kind of put it in a lot vault in my brain because I wanted to cry. But Andre Breuer, who plays Raymond Holt on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, did die last week at the age yeah. of 61.
0: Yeah, yeah, very sad. I mean that's no age at all really, is it?
1: No, I think the thing that got me, I was upset anyway, because I love Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's probably one of my favourite sitcoms, but it was the posts from the different casts.
0: Yeah, there were a lot of tributes that yeah. uh, that poured in. And I mean, it just showed but...
1: how much of a how much he made yeah. Life on set for them. And I think he was one of my
0: favourite characters on that show as well. Maybe just behind Rosa. I liked Rosa. But yeah, he was great. And I think had probably the best character development through the show as well. Massively. Like he he is like the, the most changed by the series and by his
1: interactions with the Nine-Nine. I I love the character development, um, like reflection between Jake and Raymond, and how Jake starts off as this man child, yeah, and Raymond starts off as this absolute straight cut, yeah, blunt, and they kind of switch places.
0: Well, maybe not switch places, but I think they learn from each other. Holt yeah. learns to lighten up a bit, and and Peralta learns to. Take things a bit more seriously when it's necessary,
1: and I, ju- I think that just adds to both their characters' development because they are, yeah. I think, the biggest influences on each other. Yeah, yeah, no, that is that is very sad news. So yeah, that that's the sad news. But to go to your question of, have I been watching anything? There's something that I've actually been binging, and I, I can't stop watching it. So Dad started watching it a while ago, and a lot of people have been talking about it. Um, is the rookie on okay. Sky Witness? And it is great. It's it's probably really one of those procedural shows. Yeah, you like your procedurals, don't you? I d- I do really like my pre- procedural suits that sort of thing. I do really like my procedurals, but it, it is just it's it's a really good show. It's not dark all the time. It's got a little bit of comedy and bits in there. There's there's one. They started, I think it was because I'm on season three now. I think it was about season two. There seemed to be a lot of celebrity guests started popping up, which yeah. makes sense after a show's done really well on its on its first season. So you got like Pete Davidson, you got Seth Green in there, you got all of the judges from American Idol.
0: My favorite procedural, I think, was Lucifer.
1: Oh, fantastic. Absolutely Lucifer. fantastic. And that um, would that would say it had those a lot of light hearted moments, but it did go, it cut deep at times.
0: Yeah, especially once it moved to Netflix, I thought they they did a lot more, uh, more of the emotional story then. Um, and I think because they knew they were wrapping it up, they could they could make Lucifer and uh, the detective more of a thing. Yeah, um, I
1: think we spoke we spoke about it before, didn't we, about Lucifer and that it was. I think we both said it's a show we can't change. Like, it, it technically was perfect in, in in many ways. And it's a rare thing that
0: it kind. Of, I thought it got better as it went along. Yeah. And then stuck the landing so well. Like, the, the ending for those characters just worked.
1: I feel like it's not very often that you get a show that ends in such a perfect way, like, that you can't yeah. think of a better way to end it.
0: Um, But so I'll tell you what I've been watching. I found out at the weekend, I think, or like Friday, that I'm an entire series behind on Archer. There's just Are we? there's just been a new season of Archer in like September. Shut up! Because I saw something like that was the last season, and then there's an hour long Christmas special that I think's like was out yesterday or something. Where was this news? I don't it's... know. But so yeah, I've been I've been watching Archer the last well, few days. Well, I'll be watching that then. <laughs> I thought you'd want to know that because I remember remember talking to you about it when it was in the the coma years. So I knew you watched
1: it. Yeah, um... that went on a a couple of series too long. <laughs> <laughs> Two series, the whole coma thing. I think it was like three or four. Three. Um, but the last one when it came out, I think it was really good, but it didn't feel like a rigid the first couple of seasons. Yeah. If you know what I mean. So what's this season feel like? Is it feeling feeling good?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I've slipped back into it really well. It's it's, you know, like being greeted by an old friend. <laughs> um, you know, Archer's still Archer and will never change and we'll never have any character development. And that's What's that what's that what's that from?
1: Like being greeted by an old friend? I don't know. It's a quote. Harry from Potter. Somewhere.
0: Yeah. Death greeted him as Like, as an old friend or something. Yeah. Okay, so. Okay, yeah. Do you want to talk trailers then? Yeah, let's talk trailers. Okay, so let's start with the Fallout trailer. So this is the Fallout TV show coming to Amazon Prime, I believe.
1: I want to do something here. One thing, one very broad thing that stood out here in this trailer. I'm going to go three, two, one, and then say it. Okay just a one-word answer one the word thing answer. that stood out for you okay i want to see if it's the same thing are you ready yeah three two one music
0: okay <laughs> the bear i
1: you know
0: the music was great as well but the it bear was... looked
1: cool i was when when i saw <laughs> that
0: i thought oh yeah like they've not they've not scrimped on this show they've not spared any expense and it gave me it gave me last of us kind of vibes and that's you know that's probably not by accident. Last of Us did very well, and we said at the time that studios are now going to start rushing video game adaptations uh, with a more serious tone. Yeah, but I think is think... the main difference. Video game adaptations have been being done for years, but 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 giving them like taking them seriously, taking the source material seriously, is kind of new because in the past it was always like, well, how do we change this so that it works on a film and the answer is don't don't change it, it. just yeah. make it a,
1: make it a film it's i think it's the fact that and I, we spoke about this before i am a strong believer that video games don't work as films i don't i just don't think serious video games and like you've got things like mario that do do you know what no I mean? no it doesn't it...
0: <laughs> that is not a good film no, it works as a film no, it doesn't it's a bad film it it's fu- it's it's fun it, yeah, it's fun and but it it's fun to spot all the Mario references if you replaced all those characters with characters that weren't Mario that you weren't recognizable characters oh yeah, that... it'd be a terrible film exactly, so it doesn't work as a film, it's just that it's characters you know that's what you like
1: about it, well I think I'm a very strong believer that video game adaptations need to be TV shows. Well, I mean, like I said, it worked for The Last of Us, didn't it? And I... and I think that's kicked studios up their arse and gone, "Oh, that's how we need to be doing it."
0: Yeah, but to be honest, I think The Last of Us could have worked as a film, but it wouldn't. It wouldn't have been as good. No. It wouldn't have it wouldn't have been able to take its time and 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 build the, the drama and the tension and the relationship like it did. It couldn't have spent, like, an entire hour on the story of two characters who are now dead just because it wanted to, to, to flesh out the world.
1: Yeah, and um, it's like I said with Assassin's Creed, that is not a good film. It is not a good film. I love it because it's Assassin's Creed, and you see all the references and things like that. But if that had been made as a TV show, I think it would have been ten times better. I'll
0: tell you what I do like in Assassin's Creed. The Animus. It is very cool. It is a very cool Animus. It is a very cool Animus. slight like tangent, I have bought, but not yet played, Assassin's Creed Mirage. So I'll let you know I how I haven't, yeah.
1: So yeah, the reason I said music is because do you know when we were talking about the marbles? Yeah. Um the cat scene. Obviously it was the song from cats, but it was such a what was the word we found out? Oh,
0: I uh, can't remember. I asked Chat GPT, didn't I? Yeah.
1: Where Getting obviously
0: with the robot overlord.
1: That's later.
0: Contrapuntal music.
1: Yeah. So it was like that, because in Marvels, it's all mental, and you're playing this really operatic kind of music from Cats, yeah. And that's what I got in this. It's such a, like cinematic song. It's it's like you like, it's just mental yeah, going off. You feel a lot.
0: It's it's quite beautiful music. Yeah. But, uh, then the, the backdrop is entire cities being decimated by nuclear
1: mushroom clouds. And people with noses getting shooting people in the head.
0: People with people with noses. People with, with no noses as well.
1: People with no noses is what I meant. Yeah, I wonder how he smells. Do you know what? That is the first thing I thought. <laughs> I thought, how does he sniff? I uh, know. No. And then the second thing I thought was, why is Red why is Red Skull in this? It's a joke from
0: Doctor Who uh Chris Freckleson's uh one of Chris Rock's episodes of Doc 2 and he's like there's an actual planet of dogs with no noses think how many times a day you tell that joke my dog's got no nose how does he smell awful <laughs> <laughs> doc 2 was last the week yeah i know um i've always liked the the story of fallout i've always liked the world yeah. and the premise and especially the aesthetic It's like a retro futuristic, like 80s vibe, isn't it? Yeah. All all the screens have got like that green 80s computer monitor tint. Um, I've always liked that. I, I have tried and cannot get on with the newer Fallout games. The last one I really enjoyed was Fallout 2.
1: I like Fallout 4.
0: I've never quite been able to get on board with an RPG that's first person. And I don't know why, I don't know why that makes a difference to me, but it just, I don't know, it doesn't feel right. But this trailer, I i, I hadn't watched it until, like, just before we recorded, because, I don't, because I've not been able to get on board with a Fallout game for a while. I'd kind of assumed I wasn't really going to like it. And then, yeah, I think the trailer looks great. i I think it could be really good. Yeah, me too. Um and also the the guy uh, what's his name who was uh, a director for West Westworld.
1: Jonathan Nolan.
0: Yes. Because I loved Westworld. And I was a really West... good
1: director as well.
0: I loved Westworld like way after everyone else had dropped off it. Um it, it just it got so much crazier and so much more mental and convoluted and I
1: was there for it. I did like Westworld. I think one thing I did know, it's on trailer, obviously, and the thing that I think The Last of Us also did well is they actually worked very closely with the people who created the game. Yeah. They don't just kind of take it their own direction. They work very closely with them, and I think that's what it needs.
0: Yeah. But I think that also happened with Assassin's Creed. <laughs>
1: yeah, but it were a movie. Don't oh, I remember,
0: yeah. I remember hearing that that was happening, whether it actually did or not. I don't know, uh right, so that was the first trailer. uh what uh, else another did you want trailer
1: to talk about Miller's girl? I know it's not really yeah I I guess mean... it is it's Anish because we talk about movies, but I just think it is such a well put together trailer, yeah,
0: so it's a trailer so so it looks like the film is about a girl trying to have an affair with her teacher. Yeah. And I the whole thing gave me anxiety. <laughs> it is quite dark. It uh, looks like a, it's going to be a, a really intense
1: psychological thriller. Jenna Ortega is just great at that kind of thing. She's yeah. great at playing in dark thriller, psychological, in you. She was great in you. Wednesday, which it was a bit more comedic, but it's still got those dark undertones.
0: Yeah, and I believe she's going to be in the Beetlejuice sequel.
1: Yes, she is, which again, dark undertones, uh, Scream, Thriller. She's just so good at playing in those sort of movies and TV shows. Uh, Martin Freeman obviously is a fantastic actor as well. So I'm actually really excited for this film. I think it looks really good.
0: Yeah, it's definitely one that I'll give a watch. Um, Because, you know, we talk mainly about uh, like comic book and video game adaptations, but they're they're not the only films that I like. So that one looks great. Um, the, The new one with Ryan Reynolds looks like it could be really fun if. Yeah. If stands for imaginary friend. It does look a bit like a a more modern, higher budget version of, like, Drop Dead Fred, which was a fantastic film. If you've not seen it, it is it is one of Rick Mail's greatest roles, and I don't say that lightly because he is great in many, many things, including Bottom and Blackadder and The Young Ones. He he is a, a fantastic actor, but Drop Dead Fred is, is up there with his top performances for me.
1: It's a horrendous suit, though, isn't it?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but he's an imaginary friend. Uh, yeah, it's nearly 10 years since he died. I've just, I can't believe that. Still feels like such a massive loss to British acting and British comedy.
1: It was also in, and I used to watch this as a kid. I don't know if anyone's even going to know this. King Arthur's Disasters?
0: <laughs> no, I don't I don't recognise that
1: one. It's. It was like a, carto- a cartoon from when I was a kid. Um, but it's got Rick Mail, uh, Matt Lucas. So Rick Mail voices Arthur and Matt Lucas voices Merlin. Okay. Um, and it's just like one of those cartoons where they just get into shenanigans and things like that. I think he did
0: quite a lot of voice work as well.
1: Yeah. Um, but yes, so that, that looks good.
0: Um, and then the, so I think the big, the big trailer is one that's not even for a film or a TV show. It's for a game.
1: Yeah. and
0: We've we've been talking about this for a while, although we knew the trailer was coming. It ended up getting leaked online hours before the official release.
1: Did you see what Rockstar said on on Twitter or X or whatever they want to call it nowadays? Yeah. Yeah, I did see the tweet, yeah. (laughs) It was leaked, and they went, well, the trailer's been leaked, so here, you might as well have it from us. Yeah. So I was literally on like on Discord gaming with my friends, and it dropped, and I got an alert, and I was like, "That's a, that's not real." And I booted it up, and I went, I started playing it. I went, "Oh my god, oh my god!" Everyone, get off the game right now! And we just sat there and watched it. Um, and I am scared for my PC. I am scared for my PC's health when this game comes out because I do not think it'll run it.
0: Well, we'll see.
1: Um, I, mean, I don't it... think we've actually said the name of the of book. But... <laughs> oh,
0: yes. Grand Theft Auto <laughs> 6 is releasing in 2025.
1: Yeah. I was expecting it, but I wasn't expecting it. I was uh, well, expecting it to be late 24.
0: Yeah, same. I mean, it, it looks very fun. Uh, it, it is clearly very Florida-esque. Like, anyone who's ever seen anything about Florida, I think you only have to take a quick look at this trailer, and it is instantly recognisable as Florida, although they're obviously not going to call it that.
1: Well, I don't know if you've realised. Um Some people have, some people haven't. Do you know the videos? Yeah, yeah, they're all... They are all Florida news video- report videos. Yeah,
0: yeah. um, And yeah, it, it just looks very Grand Theft Auto. I don't know how much more there really is to say about it, because it, the only thing that we really learn from this is something we kind of already knew, and that's that you're going to be playing as a couple. Um, And it's a a man and a woman, and it looks kind of Bonnie and Clyde-esque. But other than that, it just looks like newer, better, updated graphics, Grand Theft Auto.
1: I think it looks like it's probably going to be one of the most graphically... Intensive games to come out, and it's going to be very visually, yeah, stunning.
0: And I love that Rockstar doesn't rush these things because other studios would be releasing a Grand Theft Auto game a year,
1: and would have run it into the ground by now. It's ten years since Grand Theft Auto Five came out. Yeah, is
0: that all? So <laughs> yeah, so because it's been on three different generations of console. It was originally released on PS3.
1: It just it made because i know they will have started that game not too long after GTA 5 actually came out
0: oh yeah
1: yeah so GTA 5 was released in september 2013 so it's it's going to be a 12 year gap yeah between games so they've also got no excuse for any big mistakes <laughs> really well. And I've especially got... with how the reception that GTA Five has had, and the fact that GTA Five is still in the top charts after yeah. ten years.
0: Well, I've got uh, a, a a year to two years now to complete the GTA Five story mode. <laughs> Have you not? No, I always get so far and then get sidetracked by the online races and stuff.
1: I've literally completed the the main story, I think six times. I've
0: fallen out with the online mode now, so maybe I can. Just because of grief. The story mode,
1: yeah. But I think there's a lot of speculation of the online side of things, how long it's going to be till that comes out. And I think
0: well, I people mean, they, are like... They don't need to rush that. Like, let's just... No. let people play
1: the story yeah. as well. Because... G- GTA
0: I... Online was a huge uh, accomplishment, but I don't think it's the best part of GTA Five.
1: No, it's the change that they actually made to GTA that is the heists and yeah. the changing people. but I think I don't know if you've seen it. I'm don't quote me on the actual number but I'm pretty sure they said 70% of buildings will be enterable. so That's you can ju- you can literally just walk into buildings and yeah. it's they're using the same engine or a improved version of Red Dead Redemption 2's build. Yeah, I've still not played that, you know. But so you know what happens in Red Dead Two, don't you? With the uh, NPCs, yeah, yeah, they have their own life, yeah. and there's clips of people going to see someone and their family shooting the like the dad, and then they come back like a couple of weeks later, and the family are like grieving and talking about how, and yeah. so they're applying that to this. So NPCs are going to have their own lives.
0: There's a lot more NPCs in GTA though. We can't all because there's a lot of people that are just walking down the street, and oh, the like, the aim of the game is just like
1: gunning down. Yeah, but each every one of those NPCs is going to have a. They are going somewhere, and they are going to do something.
0: Well, we'll, we'll see. Like they it just because of when and where Red Dead Redemption Two was set they could get away with having a smaller number of NPCs so they could all, all be like exclusively designed and with something like GTA 6, you're just not going to be able
1: to do that. No matter what happens, I think this is going to be the most immersive game that has come out.
0: I, I hope that they keep the the fun, silly side of GTA as well. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, GTA Five, the story could be very emotional at times. I think it does also just need to be a bit daft <laughs> because of like the horrific things you do in it. I'm thinking particularly that torture mission in GTA Five. Oh God! Um, you, you do need the game, like most of the game, to be silly just to just to remove not a the bit nonsensical. Reality, that bit, yeah. That, just that layer. Uh, but the reason I've not played Red Dead Redemption Two yet. Is when it came out, everyone was saying like how how realistic it was, and how you've got to make sure you feed your horse and you rest your hut, ho- and like that doesn't sound fun to me. That sounds like work. <laughs> that sounds like effort. I don't want to do that. Okay, so now that we've done trailers. Uh, let's talk about Christmas, Christmas films, anything you've been watching. Step new? into Christmas, Christmas,
1: Christmas, Christmas, <laughs> Christmas, 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 and a little more Christmas.
0: Have you have you watched any new Christmas films this year that you want to mention?
1: Yes. So, you know I'm like, and I like the... It's not really market, but the more... You like the shit ones. Yeah, but <laughs> I expected this to be shit, and it really wasn't. Um So it's on Netflix, and it's called This Is Christmas. Okay. So it's got Alfred Enochin. I don't know who that is. Played Dean Thomas in the Harry Potter films. Okay. I think what you might know him from. How to Get Away With Murder, if you've seen that. No, I haven't. He's in, he is one of the main characters in that. Okay, well... I think you'd recognise him. So it's got him in. It's got Kea Scudellario in, who was the girl in the Maze
0: Runner. He's saying these names like I'm meant to know these people. (laughs) I I feel like
1: he should, kind of, anyway. In Pirates of the Caribbean, she was in Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil and Vile. But So basically, it's it's very British, set in Liverpool. Um, Or like... Liverpool to London kinda areas. And Liverpool to London areas. That's like the entire country. <laughs> it's not. somewhere I'm Sound Scouts and some of them work in London. So but like
0: London's London's down south. Liverpool's up north
1: above us. Mainly set in London. Let's just <laughs> say that. But so it's it's very British and the people on the train are the commuters. So like every morning and most evenings, you know, after five o'clock, they're always catching that same train. Yeah. So it's always the same people on the train. And he's a works in marketing. So he's he comes up with this idea to give to this company for their Christmas advert about strangers getting to know each other and actually talking to strangers and getting to know people. And they reject it. And one day he's just on this commute train that they're always on and it, and it's always the same people. So he's like, he just stands up and he's like, I'm having a Christmas party for us. Anyone that wants to come to it and invites all these people that he sees every single day but has never really spoken to. And it kind of sets in motion these of, you know, people getting to know each other and actually starting to talk yeah. and actually forming friendships.
0: I'll have a look at it. I'll see if it's, uh, I might give it a watch
1: really shitty one I watched was The Night Before Christmas. Night, spelt connect uh, Okay. It's got Vanessa Hudgens in. Yeah. But it's about this knight that gets sent back, sent from medieval times to the future um, to find his true quest, and it's just very shit.
0: Yeah, it, I just Googled it. It looks quite shit. It looks like one of those cheap Netflix films that's like A Prince for Christmas and things yes, like Yes, it that. is. Yeah. It's
1: exactly like that. And I don't know why I love them.
0: <laughs> I watched one on Amazon that's called My Christmas or Yours, which I thought is a terrible title. It's going to be shit, but it went. It was great. It's got Asa Butterfield in. And it's basically just like him and his girlfriend, tr- they try and surprise each other for Christmas. So he goes to her house and she goes to his house. And they've missed each other, and then there's a big snowstorm, and all the trains are cancelled, and they have to spend Christmas with their with each other's families, but not with each other.
1: I like I like that premise. I think yeah. Dad actually mentioned that to me as well, so he's watched it. And yeah,
0: it it was quite fun. It was better than I expected it to be. And then I discovered that there's a My Christmas or Yours Too, where like the same thing happens again.
1: <laughs> same same actors and everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is brilliant. <laughs> Um yeah, it's one of those things where the clearly asked for a sequel, and it's like, well, what else can we do? It's called My Christmas or Yours. We can't <laughs> we can't change it up too much. Uh, so I'm looking forward to watching the sequel. Um I've watched this year Arthur Christmas is, is a great film. I've watched The Santa Claus, which is my favourite Christmas film. And in the next week I'll be watching Muppet's Christmas Carol. I'll be watching Christmas Chronicles on Netflix and probably Love Actually. Those are some of my favourites.
1: Yeah, Love Actually is great. Um, oh, and really Klaus.
0: Watched... If you've not seen Klaus, I've definitely talked about that on the podcast before, but definitely watch Klaus on Netflix.
1: I'm definitely going to watch that. Uh, my house or yours? Of course, both of you have. You and Dad have mentioned it. My, and... my
0: Christmas or yours?
1: My Christmas or yours? Um... So I'm definitely going to be watching that. I, re- I re-watched Love Hard from last year with Jimmy O'Yang and Nina Dobrevin, which is a whole thing about he was a catfish. Okay. So she goes to surprise him at Christmas and finds out that it's not actually it. And then he's like, can you just pretend? And I'll introduce you to the guy whose photo I actually used. And obviously they end up falling in, falling in love. But the best bit is the fact that, do you know Baby It's Cold Outside and the whole background, yeah. that's... Yeah. They ch- they sing that song, but they change the lyrics and responses to make it an actually not creepy song.
0: Well, the interesting thing is, the film that that was originally from, there was two versions. One is a man singing it to a woman, and the other is a woman singing it to a man. But it's the man singing it to the woman that uh, that, that, that caught on and the one where it's a woman singing it to a man is played a lot more for comedy. So yeah. I'll tell you what I I only found that out uh, a few months ago. I was watching a YouTube uh, video. I really love when people like really go hard on a subject and make a YouTube like deep dive, like mini documentary. And this one was about how. The sexual assault of men is always played for laughs in films, and it was really interesting. Wow.
1: Okay, that went dark.
0: I know, but honestly, <laughs> Jesus, it is, it is so worth a watch. I can't remember. I can't remember the title of it, and I'm scared to
1: Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Just googling the sexual assault of man is funny. <laughs> it might be the girl version of the song that they sing. So she starts singing. And instead of the, the male responses kind of being like, then don't go, stay here, blah de blah yeah. he's like, well, go on then. I'm not stopping you. Get out. No, it is a bit It is a bit more comedic. The lyrics are exactly the same. Oh, no, so they do change the lyrics. Yeah. Um, it's definitely worth a watch. Okay, so before we move on to the next bit, I just want to spend a little bit more bit on Christmas and just ask one... Very important Christmas question. Yes.
0: I don't have a question yet. My answer is yes.
1: What is your favourite part of Christmas dinner?
0: Yes. Christmas
1: dinner. <laughs> <Just> Christmas dinner. <laughs> pigs in blankets every time. No, yeah, but not how our family does crisp pigs in blankets or the vile pigs in blankets.
0: There are no vile pigs in blankets
1: because apparently our, what our family do is not normal
0: what our family do the only extra thing that our, that you, when your dad makes pigs in blankets is he stuffs them with cheese
1: and that is what a pigs in blanket is to me i don't like them without cheese they
0: All just pigs don't in taste blankets right. are good
1: they don't All taste right pigs in right. blankets
0: are created equal but some the ones with cheese are more equal than others
1: <laughs>
0: yeah you weren't expecting an animal farm reference in this podcast were you
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, taking dark turns today. <laughs> do you know what? I, mine is the sprouts that our family do. The,
0: the sprouts and chestnuts and things. And
1: So, yeah. So, so sprouts, for anyone that. Sprouts, chestnuts, and chorizo, isn't it? Yeah. So, for a, anyone that doesn't have the opinion that boiled sprouts are the devil vegetable, they are. Boiled sprouts are horrible, yeah. they are the worst thing in, in the world. little balls
0: of fart like you (laughs) can smell like farts before you eat them
1: they're just no they're just little balls of hate crimes (laughs) so what our family do is we like slice the brussels sprouts really thin and roast them with chorizo and chestnuts and it's actually really nice and i can't get enough of them that's why we, we make like 12 bags of sprouts worth
0: and it goes really well in the uh, bubble and squeak
1: that you make oh, the next day. Yeah. It <laughs> makes the bubble and squeak. So favorite part of christmas is the food. We we're, we're in agreement on that, yeah. And and the dot 2 special, uh, which yeah, we are yeah. getting one this year. Yeah, yeah. F- my favorite part of anything is the food. The food and the alcohol. Okay, so yeah, email oh, us <laughs> let us know your favorite part of christmas day. Specifically what's your favorite part of food. Also, Last question. Is this wrong or not? I've seen people have Yorkshire puddings on Christmas dinner. No, no,
0: that's not wrong. Yorkshire puddings all the way. I don't know. I just... When no I make ever... Christmas dinner, I put Yorkshire puddings on it. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know.
1: It just well, doesn't seem What right. is
0: Christmas dinner apart from a massive Sunday dinner?
1: It's a Tory Sunday dinner. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it is. With your honey glazed veg Uh, and yeah, you you put me off Christmas dinner. But
0: (laughs) I didn't think anyone would ever be able to do it, but you've
1: just put me off Christmas dinner. I was saying it's Tory. Yeah. (laughs) Oh what's what meat at Christmas dinner? Turkey. Oh god, no, I hate turkey. It's just the classic, isn't it? Beef or ham. Turkey and gammon. Beef or ham is is what I would say. I'd say beef and ham. I just wouldn't do turkey. I think I don't like turkey. Yeah, but it's tradition. It's just a big chicken that don't taste as good. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't trained as a chef or anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for for the next section, I don't really know what's going to happen, but I have been told that Ben has a quiz.
1: No, I don't. So what happened was essentially last night in my dreams, I got visited by the robot overlord. And he said, if I don't do this quiz, then he is going to plug my arsehole with Russell Sprouts. I don't want that. So cue the theme. Chatting with the robot overlord. Okay. So... The Robot Overlord has requested that I ask you, Jason, 10 questions. The majority of which are about what happened in 2023, but also things that were announced for 2024 in 2023. Okay. Are you ready? No. There are multiple choice options if you need them. Okay. I would prefer if you didn't. Okay, let's go. Question 1. Which beloved cult classic TV series is rumoured to make a return with a limited season revival in 2024? I mean, that could be anything. What, what are the options? Okay, so the options are Firefly, Farscape, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks has already had a
0: revival. Buffy the Vampire Slayer is not coming back. Same with Firefly. They are tainted by Joss Whedon. So I guess Farscape? That is
1: incorrect. Have you fact checked these? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The beloved cult classic rumored to make a return is Firefly. Not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> Question number two. You have currently won no Brussels sprouts. Question number two. In the realm of space exploration, which space agency made a groundbreaking discovery on a distant exoplanet in 2023?
0: I'll say NASA.
1: Correct! (laughs) You didn't even need the options. I mean, who else was it going to be? NASA SpaceX, European Space Agency and China National Space Administration were the four options It was not really are for, easy. Are for, <laughs> they are they are four valid to be fair. hey SpaceX is owned by a evil genius. He probably came from said exoplanet. <laughs> okay, question number three. Which renowned author released a highly anticipated fantasy novel series continuation in 2023?
0: Um, is it Neil Gaiman? It isn't. Because that would be a valid answer, surely. I believe released... it. I
1: believe. I believe it is a valid answer, but it's not the one we're looking for.
0: They released Good Omens, like series two, which is technically a follow-up to. Anyway, um, fantasy novel. Fantasy novel. So, so, well, go on, give me the options. So,
1: it is the options are J.K. Rowling, Patrick Rothfuss, George R.R. R. Martin, or Brandon Sanderson.
0: We all know George R.R. Martin hasn't written anything for years. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: J.K. Rowling. Are you sure. Uh... Yep. He hasn't released anything. He has not released his new book. Uh, is it The Winds of Winter, I think? Because if that's what ChatGPT's
1: saying, when it's lying, I thought you'd fact-check these. I fact check most of them. <laughs> I'm just double fact-checking. Okay, question number four. <laughs> Do what the Robot Overlord said, okay? What significant event took place in the world of comic books in 2023? I will give you the options for these. A, the launch of a new Marvel DC crossover series. No. B, introduction of a new superhero team. C, yeah, like, that happens every year. C, death of a major comic book character. (laughs) That happens every year. Milestone anniversary of a legendary comic book publisher significant event not like little
0: yeah like I think Wolverine died this year and then came back again Um, someone
1: died but hasn't come back yet
0: Miss Marvel died and then came back again come back yeah yeah she's come back recently yeah oh okay
1: is that the answer it is it was Miss Marvel because that shook the comic book community um, I couldn't find the episode where she came back. I did check. No, no,
0: she she's definitely come back because she's... They, they basically retconned it so that she is now a mutant in the comic books as well as the TV. Is
1: uh, that why they've done it? The show? Yeah. To retcon it. Okay, so question I think number she's five. Now, like,
0: she's working with the X-Men.
1: I do like Miss Marvel as a, as a comic book character. Just in general. Okay, which long-awaited video game sequel is slated for release in 2024, promising an expansive open-world experience? I can give you the options.
0: Uh, yeah, because, again, I feel like it's... There's it um, a lot, yeah. It, it could be in
1: many things. <sighs> okay. Red Dead Redemption 3. Nope. Cyberpunk 2079. The El- Elder Scrolls Six Dominion. Or Half-Life 3.
0: Isn't Half-Life Three like one of those games that people have been waiting for for about twenty years and has still yeah. just never been announced? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I Cyberpunk. It's, it feels too early for a sequel, so I'm going to
1: say Elder Scrolls. Correct. It is. Okay. Question six: Which popular video game franchise celebrated its thirtieth anniversary in 2023? Be like you shouldn't need the
0: let me think. Let me think. I think I was gonna say Mario, but I think I might be been That's last older. year. 30th anniversary, Sonic the Hedgehog.
1: I feel like it's quite surprising. Go on, what but are the v- video games? So, options are Final Fantasy, The Legend of Zelda. Pokemon or Metal Gear Solid?
0: Pokemon. How old was that when the first Pokemon game came out? I think it might be Pokemon.
1: It is Pokemon. I was surprised. I fact-checked it and I was like, is this correct? And it, and I was like, oh, yeah, it was because they gave loads of gifts out on Scarlet and Violet and things like that. But 30 years doesn't seem as long as it's been going, but I guess when you think about it, games consoles... Aren't that old?
0: Yeah, and it was it was on the original black and white Game Boy. Yeah, it didn't even have a backlit screen. You had to point it towards
1: sun to be able to see it. Okay, which iconic sci-fi franchise plans to release a new anthology series exploring untold stories within its universe in 2024?
0: Probably Star
1: Wars. Correct. <laughs> Which tech company introduced a breakthrough in augmented reality glasses in 2023, garnering attention from tech enthusiasts?
0: I mean, that can sounds give... like a Google Glass thing. I can not give you a... That wasn't this year. I think the augmented reality, big augmented reality breakthrough, I think has been Apple.
1: Not Apple. Well, what are the options? Apple, Google, Facebook, Meta, or Microsoft?
0: I don't know. I know I know that Facebook does a lot of... Well, Meta does a lot of uh, VR stuff, because they've got Edsets, their own... Headsets, though, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Glasses, I don't know. Do you want the answer? Microsoft. Correct. It was
1: Microsoft.
0: But was it actually?
1: I don't yeah. trust any of these answers. Neither do I, but we're having fun. Forced fun. Easy one. What major fan convention returned with full force in 2023 after a hiatus due to the global pandemic? San Diego. Well done. You can have the full <laughs> name, please?
0: San Diego Comic Book Convention. Yeah, you can have that. Um, another, one of the options was Dragon Con. Yeah, like, again, there's probably many, many valid yeah. answers.
1: Okay. Which iconic sci-fi franchise announced a new spin-off series set to premiere in 2023? What are the options? Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica, Doctor Who, and Stargate. You've already watched it. A new
0: spin-off series... Oh. This year. In... Yes. Oh, uh Star Trek Ben? That's uh, Star Wars, I mean. No. Oh. Okay. Star Trek. So I'm um, like all, all the Star Trek series are basically are technically spin-off series, aren't they? Yeah. So that could be. That could be Star Trek, Strange New Worlds. It could be. Star Trek. Oh, what's the other one? The cartoon one, Star Trek Prodigy?
1: Or Star Trek Lower Decks? it is Star Trek. I believe it's talking about Strange New Worlds. But that didn't premiere this year. Still talking about that. To be fair, (laughs) your answers were correct. It could have been Strange New Worlds, Lower Decks, Prodigy is 24 the second season.
0: Yeah, but that's not what the question was, was it? No,
1: but the AI is not that clever.
0: No, but series one was this year then, so that's premiering in twenty twenty three. but wasn't that the question?
1: What prodigy?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh I had I had that coming out uh December twenty ninth, twenty two. Oh, okay. But yeah, there you questions. Um thank the robot overlord for those convoluted very accurate questions
0: <laughs>
1: back to you in the studio yeah,
0: definitely not made up at all
1: funny is it
0: <laughs> okay moving swiftly on after that um whatever that was <laughs> uh so last year we did a whole retrospective but last year we, we hadn't been doing the podcast for the entire year so we've did a retrospective so that we could talk about things that we'd missed uh, and then we did a look forward. So we we don't need to do a full-on retrospective this year because we've talked about things individually as they've come out, Yeah. but we also last year made a few predictions, <laughs> <We which> did. <laughs> I would like to go over now. I so, really wouldn't. The first question was what will be the best MCU TV show of the year. So the MCU TV shows that actually came out this year were Secret Invasion and Loki. Yeah. And that is all. I mean, unless you want to count Werewolf by Night in colour. No. Which I don't. Um, There's also What If Season 2, which isn't out yet, but it is coming this year. Uh, and season two of I Am Groot as well, I believe, but I've not watched that yet. Uh, So it's basically between Secret Invasion and Loki. I don't think it's going to be a difficult decision to decide that Loki was the best of those two.
1: Hey, hang on a minute. (laughs) It had
0: no scrolls. It it didn't.
1: But filming a podcast (laughs) a week for it was a lot less painful.
0: A lot less painful than Secret Invasion, yeah. Do you think either of us said Loki? No. No, no. You said Secret Invasion. I said Agatha, (laughs) which hasn't even come out. (laughs) It was meant to come out this year. It's been pushed back to late 2024
1: and renamed. So do I win by default?
0: Uh, No. Because I picked
1: a a show that actually came out. Neither of us win that.
0: Um, um, yeah, I have heard a rumor. By the way, I think we, we talked about this a while ago that a better title for it would have just been Agatha all along. And I have heard a rumor that, that is actually going to be the final title. And that all this with the different titles is all for marketing.
1: I've never known a show have so many titles. Yeah.
0: Okay. Second prediction. Nilpois. The second prediction. So this one is in films. <laughs> so so this is this is 2023 comic book movies. Uh, so I think what we've got to to go from is Quantumania, uh Shazam Fury of the Gods, I haven't seen yet, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, The Flash, The Marvels, Blue Beetle. And I guess Aquaman. That's again. That's not out yet. That comes out Christmas Day, I think. Yeah. So, the question was, what will be the highest grossing of those films?
1: I uh, lost this so bad. Wait would would,
0: would would you care to Would you care to guess at what it actually was? Do you know the answer?
1: I'm guessing that it's Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: It was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three grossed worldwide 845 million. Uh, the next one down was Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which grossed 690 million, and then we're at Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantumania that grossed 476 million. Uh, from there, it is quite a drop down. The next one on the list is The Flash, which did. Very poorly at 270 million. Is the, the Marvels, Marvels in last place? The Marvels is currently on 203 million. Uh, but Shazam's got less than that. Blue Beetle's got less than that. Uh, but yeah, so, so Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 was the correct answer. Your prediction. Highest grossing film of the year. Comic book film of the year. Was Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, Which I guess you didn't do bad. Like, that was the third highest grossing. Yeah. My prediction was the Marvels. Yeah, you didn't do well there. Which has done very, very poorly. What, is a great film? It is a good film, yeah. Uh, so, again, neither of us managed to predict that correctly.
1: No, I'm up in that, volume.
0: You want that? Po- okay, you you got higher than me, so okay. The next question was, what is going to be the best movie? So not the highest grossing, but the best. Out of those, what do you think, what would you say the answer is?
1: It's hard between Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and the Marvels. I mean, I I would say it's not hard, and it's across the Spider-Verse. Oh. Now, I still want to say Marvels, Guardians, then into the Spider-Verse. Across the Spider-Verse, sorry.
0: So your prediction for the best movie was the marvels my prediction for the best movie was across the spider verse
1: uh, so do we both get a point because in our opinions they are the best <laughs> i i yeah, i think i'm right or or do we go on review like reviews oh rotten tomato score yeah let's Crit- go on rotten tomato score critic score okay. okay fuck you <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, to be honest, I would be surprised if Across the Spider-Verse isn't beating the Marvels on both. Across the Spider-Verse has a critic score of 95%. Oof. And an audience score of 94%. Off. The Marvels.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at it right now.
0: Has a critic score of 61% and an audience score of 83%. Still not bad. Still rated fresh, but nowhere near as uh, as high as Spider-Verse. So, that makes it one all. And they were the three predictions we made. I hate that. I hate that it's a tie. <laughs> were they all the predictions we made? They're all the predictions that we both made. Okay. I also said that in Guardians of the Galaxy
1: 3, Quill was going to die, but that didn't happen. So my question for twenty twenty three, what was your favourite episode to film?
0: Um, I don't know. I think you last can week's, you can
1: you can include the string of secret invasion and Loki.
0: I think last week's was really good. The Doctor Who episode, I I did
1: enjoy that. I think the most fun I I think the one where I had the most fun was probably the game in spectacular.
0: That was last year, wasn't it? No. Was it early this year?
1: It was January twenty-seventh.
0: Oh well, there we go. And I mean, to be honest, I also had a lot of fun talking about Secret Invasion. Because we had to make find a way to make it enjoyable. <laughs> because the show because the show was so bad, it became quite fun just to laugh at.
1: Yeah. And um, I think we, we came up with a lot of like funny cli- like clippable moments. Like the uh scroll off loading zone. Yeah.
0: So now do we need to make predictions for 2024? I
1: feel like, yeah. What's gonna be the highest grossing MCU movie that comes out in 2024? <laughs> That's a good question. Do you know what I'm gonna say? Deadpool. So no, like I am absolutely super excited for Deadpool, but there's two TV shows that I am so excited for.
0: Okay, so let's start with that. So the best TV show for 2024, MCU TV show, yeah? Sure.
1: Okay, so let's it's go not through on the my list. list. Of the, it's, not, it's not on my list of the two shows I'm excited for, but okay.
0: Let's go through the list of MCU TV shows uh, coming out in the next 12 months. So we've, we've obviously got What If, which is starting this year and going to carry over into January. Yeah. Then we've got Echo, all five episodes dropping on January the 9th. There's the X-Men 97 revival series. There's one that's been announced recently, actually. Eyes of Wakanda, which is going to be an animated show that's like an anthology in Wakanda. And I'm sure when we talked about Wakanda Forever, we said that something like this would be great. Yeah. And, And they're doing it because they're listening to us, Ben.
1: Ryan Coogler is listening to the podcast.
0: Definitely. It's the only explanation. Uh, and then late 2024, we've got Agatha Darkhold Diaries, which is not going to be called Darkhold Diaries by then. Uh, and then I I would imagine that that is it for next Marvel year. Zombies. Oh, Marvel Zombies animated, yeah. Uh,
1: Iron also your friendly neighborhood Spider Man is 2024.
0: The it's oh, is that what, what was called freshman year? They've renamed it,
1: yes, yeah.
0: Um, Iron Heart is in post production. I don't expect to see that next year, to be honest. Daredevil, born again, as well. I don't expect to see next year. Uh, yeah, that's. So I think that's all that is confirmed for next year. So out of those, like my faith in MCU TV shows has gone downhill. But I still want Agatha to be really good.
1: Yeah, I I just got such like high hopes for it. But then Marvel Zombies, I just think, so, so, be what so good. I'm going to say Agatha. I'm going to put my trust in Marvel. <laughs> that they get the head from up their asses. I'm also saying Agatha. Uh,
0: so what did you want to say you were excited for next
1: year? So Percy Jackson, obviously, it come, starts on the 22nd of December. I love Percy Jackson. I love the books, love the films. I'm just so excited for this TV series. But the number one thing on my list that I need to watch, and I will be w- sat waiting for the drop, is The Last Airbender. Comes out on February 22nd on Netflix.
0: Okay, there's not been a trailer for that yet, has there?
1: Yeah, there's been an official treat teaser, yeah. Have you not seen it?
0: Oh, but not not like a proper trailer. That were a while ago. Not like a full trailer. I'm just thinking it's only a couple of months away.
1: I mean, it's like a minute and a half trailer. The anime I've watched so many times, and that Shyamalan is dead to me.
0: Well, this is the one where the creators of the anime walked away from it because they weren't happy with the direction. I know,
1: but (laughs) Netflix have a good rep. Do they? On shows, I think so. Do they?
0: Netflix... Netflix have made some good TV shows, but the percentage of TV shows they make that are good, I think, is very low because they just... They, it's You know, they throw so much against the wall and see what sticks. And every now and again, something does and it does well. But on the whole, I would say most of what they make isn't that great.
1: It's I'm just so excited for it. I think even if it's bad, I'll probably love it. Okay. You know, it's, it's my childhood. Avatar The Last Airbender is my childhood.
0: Okay, well, let me just... Uh, ben, we're going to come back to this next year. Ben okay. thinks the Netflix Avatar series will be good. I disagree. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, so let's talk now about movies. So, comic book <laughs> movies. Movie. Movie. No, no, no. Because we're not just talking MCU. Okay. Comic book movies that are meant to be coming out next year. Meant to be because you never know these days. Deadpool 3. As the sole MCU entry for 2024. Joker 2. Volet a deux. Sorry? I never did French at school. Uh, it it m- is deux, isn't it? For two in French. And deux. Uh, Volet a That's... Yeah, basically. Uh, Venom 3, Craven the Hunter, who... Madame Web, who... Uh, the Crow remake, and Hellboy the Crooked Man. Okay. Uh, So out of those, which do you think is going to make the most money?
1: Deadpool. Easy.
0: I mean, bear in mind what's just happened to the Marvels. Deadpool still, you saying Deadpool? I do think Deadpool. Deadpool like transcends. It does. I think people might turn out for Deadpool. Um, we uh, we both said Agatha on the last question, so I feel like we need to choose different things. So I am um, going to say Venom Three because okay. people like those
1: films. Interesting fact: Joker fol- Folia Yep. Yeah a dirt is like an actual phrase. It's yeah, it's as French phrase, isn't it? It's, it's I think a, it means like the madness of two. Yeah, basically. It's a delusional mental illness shared by two people in close association. Yeah. Which makes me think Harley.
0: It makes you think Harley. Harley Quinn yeah. and the Joker. Yeah. I mean obviously. Yeah. You're saying it like it's some big
1: revelation, obviously. No, no, not no, I'm not trying to. <laughs> it just like fits fits yeah. the bill. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. It just fits the bill. Yeah. That's probably
0: why we named it that. Probably. So look, I am looking forward to Joker 2. I'm not a big fan of the first one.
1: Oh, uh, the first one's atrocious.
0: But I hate I just, it. I think it's a big swing. But Lady Gaga playing Harley Quinn and it's a musical. Well, that, it's mental, and I love it. I Like, yeah, I've always said I would rather a big swing and a miss than just doing the same thing over and over. So, yes, let's see this big swing. And I hope it knocks it out of the park. I also kind of love that all the, like, the toxic fan base that the first Joker film gained will all hate the idea of them doing a musical for the sequel. <laughs> so I kind of love that they're going to piss off their own fans with it. Um, but, yeah, I am going to say, I'm going to say I think Joker 2 could be the best comic book movie of 2024. You're going to eat your words. What do you think? It's Deadpool. De- Deadpool again. You've said Deadpool is highest grossing. You think Deadpool is going to be the best?
1: Yeah. Okay. Brian Reynolds and Hugh Jackman.
0: I mean I think it's going to be entertaining but I think it's going to be entertaining for uh, um for like fan moments I think it's going to be
1: I think it's going to be the most enjoyable movie to come out
0: I think it's going to be entertaining for the cameos that are in it but James Gunn has said recently that like one of the worst things to have happened to superhero films is cameo porn and I like I've got to say I kind of agree with him
1: cameos for the sake of cameos
0: yeah and it's like i yes i on one hand i agree with him and i like it doesn't it doesn't make a good film but on the other hand it can you still, still scream be, like a little girl yeah it can still be enjoyable so i'm looking forward to deadpool 3 and all the cameos i don't expect it to be a particularly great film but i expect it to be something enjoyable to watch in the same way as mario was i enjoyed watching it it's not a good film
1: i'm just excited to see all the walking in the quarry it's gonna be like lord of the rings so we've talked about deadpool
0: we've talked about joker venom free and any thoughts do we know we villain villainous for venom free i don't think we do do we
1: no i just don't really like the venom films venom 2 is not bad mm, uh, i the,
0: really... the crow i kind of can't believe the remake in the crow because like i i love it it has a very special place in my heart. Uh, you know, very fond memories attached to the original film. But I, yeah, if, if they're gonna, if they're gonna cast a new Eric Draven, Bill Skarsgård is not a bad way to go at all. So, you know, we'll see on that one. I I will reserve judgment, but I've got a feeling that no matter how good it is, I'm probably not going to like it. Yeah. Because it's a remake of a
1: film that I love.
0: Craven the Hunter, I think, looks atrocious. Madam Web,
1: be... I think, looks atrocious. We say Craven the Hunter is going to be the worst film of the year?
0: Oh, worst film. That's a, Yeah, let's have that as a category.
1: It's going to be a Morpheus all over again.
0: But you know what? I'm going to disagree with you, and I'm going to say Madame yeah. Web. Ah, uh, of you are. But it Sojunistic just it looks like... Such a cheap, crappy B movie. It it looks like it was made twenty years ago, and like transported through a rift in the space time continuum that somehow made it shitter. <laughs> <laughs> it got started. Um, and then Hellboy the Crooked Man. I don't really know a lot about no. this one. I, you know, generally I I like Hellboy. I like the character. The films were okay. The original films. I've not seen the newest one. Um, that ha- it had what's his name from uh, Stranger Things, didn't it? As Hellboy, David Harbour. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I've not seen that one yet. Uh, but in the new one, there's a guy called Jack Casey playing Hellboy, who has not really been in a lot. I'm perhaps that's a good thing. Mm. We'll see. Okay, that's that's our twenty twenty four predictions. You feeling good about them? Best TV show Agatha, highest grossing and best film Deadpool 3, worst movie Craven. They're your predictions.
1: And the Avatar's going to be good.
0: And then, yeah, if we need a tiebreaker, it's whether Avatar was good or not. It will be.
1: Well, Percy Jackson, you didn't say whether you're excited for Percy Jackson or not.
0: I'm, I'm unsure. I am. I, I like the Percy Jackson films. They never really got got traction with the public, I don't think. No. But... Mainly yeah.
1: just the Percy Jackson fans.
0: I'm I'm not... I, I, I wouldn't say I'm excited for it, but I'm interested in it, and I want to see what what
1: they do with it, and I hope they do it well. Yeah, I think from the trailer, it does look good. So I'm excited.
0: Right. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I think that's it, you know. That's it, are we done? We're done for 2023. That's our first full year of podcasting. Do
1: you know how many episodes we've done this year? Uh
0: Have a I, guess. I think we, we started quite late in 2022. So I'm gonna say we did about six in 2022. Uh, which would mean that we've done twenty Oh, no we're on 33
1: 27 we did 9 episodes in 22
0: ok so 25 so
1: episode 10 was our first one in twenty twenty-three. so 23 episodes oh. ok I can't tell. <laughs> no you can't so uh, I think it's been a good year for the podcast yeah We've had three three special guests. I mean, we're still going, I guess. We're still going. We don't hate each other any more than we did when we started.
0: That's more than I expected.
1: (laughs) We've had mums listening. Yep, I've had a cease and desist desist from Henry Cavill.
0: (laughs) And Henry Cavill's mum.
1: No, she still talks to me.
0: Okay. So that is it from us for 2023. We'll be back in the new year with new episodes. I think one of the first things that we're going to want to talk about is what if season two, when that's all out, we'll discuss Percy Jackson and other stuff. So thank you for listening. If you would like to get in touch with us and tell us your favourite films for this year, your predictions for next year, and what your favourite part of a Christmas dinner is, you can email us on notnpod at gmail.com. You can also message us on Twitter, brackets X, at News of the nerd. If you have enjoyed listening, it would be really helpful to us if you could help the podcast grow. Uh, so please subscribe on whatever podcast app you listen on. Um Or multiple, you know, you've if you've just got other things on your phone, if you've got Spotify sitting there and Google Podcasts, subscribe on them all. They don't matter. Uh, you can give us a rating on your podcast app. Uh, but the most important thing that you can do is to tell your friends, tell your family, tell anyone that you think would be interested in hearing about how our family has Brussels sprouts at Christmas.
1: And tell Mrs. Claus. <laughs>
0: is that santa's mum or santa's wife oh. same person oh okay <laughs> well that got dark
1: <laughs> thank you being a the theme christmas. of this podcast <laughs>
0: merry christmas everyone